Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word, and this is Roberta Foster. Today, I welcome Ray Comfort to Author's Corner, and he's written the book So Many Lions, So Few Daniels, which is published by Baker Books, and he'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Um, Most of our listeners are going to recognize Ray's name because he's an experienced apologist and popular speaker who's written over a hundred books, including Faith is for Weak People, Anyone Can But Me, and Why Would Anyone Follow Jesus? He's also co-host of the award-winning TV program Way of the Master, which airs across the globe. And Ray is the executive producer of several award-winning movies. Well, those are some details I didn't know about you, Ray. So um, we'll learn more about you as we have a chance to speak about your new book. Welcome to Author's Corner. Thank you for having me on your program. Very grateful. So I know you, and probably most of our listeners know you, for your evangelism books and techniques. And so tell us what's different about So Many Lions, So Few Daniels. Well, the inspiration was different. It was inspired by atheists. About two years ago, I saw a T-shirt that said, So Many Christians, So Few Lions. Mm. And I thought, boy, that's about as culturally sensitive as So Many Jews, So Few Nazi Ovens. So many blacks, so few lynching ropes. And I thought, what a horrible thing to say. So many Christians, not enough lions. So that book was written out of a righteous indignation. Mm. You know, I, I, I believe we need to raise up laborers who will fearlessly and faithfully preach truths that are calculated to bring about, bring about a revival. We're living in dark times, mm-hmm. and we need light, and we need to be uh, relieved of our fears because sharing your faith is a fearful thing. Most of us find it. Scary. I find it scary. I uh, every person I want to look to looks like a Goliath, mm-hmm. and I want, I want to go up and witness to them. And I have to get my fears into perspective. I, I'm going to confess something to you. When I traveled by plane, and I've been on over two thousand flights, and the seat next to me was empty, I always prayed for the person who was going to sit there without mm. fail. And this was my prayer: Oh Lord, please don't let them show up. And I'm not <laughs> kidding. <laughs> that was what I was praying. I don't want to witness to someone. I'm terrified. What's that? It's a businessman that's twice my size. Mm. What am I supposed to do? How do I bring up the subject? What if he gets offended with mm-hmm. stuck strapped in next to each other? All these thoughts come to me. So over the years, I've formulated things to, uh, that are calculated to get rid of my fears. Mm-hmm. And the greatest key is this. And if listeners can get a grip of this, it's going to change everything for them. Just ask a stranger. You can ask after one minute. Let me give you a scenario. A plumber comes into our building at the ministry. He's working on a, on a, on a pipe. I just come in and say, oh, good morning. How you doing? You're the plumber. Yeah. Uh, what's your name? Fred. I say, Fred, I got a question for you. Do you think there's an afterlife? Mm-hmm. That didn't take two years to build a relationship. It just took 30 seconds. And Fred's not offended because I haven't mentioned God, Jesus, heaven, hell. The Bible mm-hmm. sin, righteousness, or judgment. I've just said, Fred, do you think there's an afterlife? And everybody thinks about that. And Fred will say something like this, and I've, I've done it hundreds, even thousands of times. Fred will respond with, wow, that's the big question. I don't know. I said, do you think there's a heaven and a hell? So I don't know about that. Do you think you're going to heaven? Are you a good person? He'll say, well, I hope so. His I hope so has just dissipated my fears. Mm-hmm. He's not the Antichrist. He hasn't stabbed me to death. He's a human being with a will to live. And so I just say something like this to him, and this is another key. I say, 
Did you know in the Bible the Old Testament promised to destroy death, and in the New Testament we're told how he did it? And you see him stop working on his plumbing and look around. Because who isn't going to be interested in something like that? And all you're doing is salting the oats, causing him to thirst for what you have to say. And Jesus did a similar thing with a woman at the well. Mm -hmm. In John chapter 4, he said, if you knew who was talking to you, you'd ask him, and he would give you living water. He created desire with his words. And you and I can do the same. Just ask, do you think there's an afterlife? And say, God promised he'd destroy death in the Old Testament. We're told how he did it in the New Testament. Would you like to hear? And most people say, yeah, tell me. Mm. And that's when you get to share the gospel. Yeah. Well, you talk about being terrified, and that obviously is one of the main reasons why many don't try to share their faith with with strangers, family, uh, whomever. Other roaring lions that are out there, uh, tell us about some of them that you talk about in your book. Yeah, there's two. You, you touched on one. You mentioned strangers along with family. They are like black and white. It's mm-hmm. like oil and water. I'd rather witness to a thousand atheists than to my non-Christian sister. And it's not that she's a monster. It's just that if a thousand atheists get upset with me, I've lost nothing. But if my sister does, mm-hmm. I've lost everything. I've lost my relationship. So very difficult to witness to family. And that's where you have to win them with your works rather than your word. Mm-hmm. Just buy them gifts when it's not Christmas and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a big lion. Uh, the other one is atheists. We're having a revival of atheism. It's something that's a phenomenon in modern society. Yeah. Because not many atheists in the past, people weren't that dumb in history. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we think, oh, atheists are intellectuals. That's a very foolish thing to think. The Bible says the exact opposite. It says an atheist is a fool. It says it twice so we get the message in Psalms. And then it reiterates it in the book of Romans, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. So when you're talking to an atheist, get rid of any thought that you're talking to an intellectual. You're talking to a fool because he believes the scientific impossibility that nothing created everything. Not that there was nothing in the beginning, but he believes nothing created everything. That's the fault he falls into. If there's no creator, then nothing created everything, flowers and birds and trees. The sun, the moon, the stars, the seasons, the fruits, puppies and kittens, male and female and all the species. They all happen because nothing made them. That's insane, and that's what you're talking to. And what what you've got to do is learn how to get away from such foolishness, and the way to do it is just go to his conscience. I don't argue with an atheist about the existence of God, because I know he knows God exists. The Book of Romans tells me that. And many a time I've said something like this to an atheist. Hey, John, can you be honest with me? He says, sure. I say, brutally honest. He says, of course. I say, this isn't about God. This is about you having sex with your gorgeous girlfriend and looking at pornography, which (laughs) gives you great pleasure. Am I right? And you see his mouth turn up at the edges because his conscience is bearing witness. He knows I'm speaking the truth. Mm. The Bible says, men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. Mm. Neither will they come to the light lest their deeds be exposed. Atheists stay away from God for the same reason Adam ran from God. He hid from God. That's mm-hmm. what an atheist does. He hides uh, behind his, his beliefs because he doesn't like moral responsibility mm-hmm. and God's demands. And so you go to the conscience. That's what Jesus did and, uh, with the rich young ruler. He said, you know the commandments because the commandments are written on the conscience. You shall not steal, shall not lie, shall not commit adultery. Lusting is committing adultery in the heart. And when you bring up those commandments, 
the conscience bears witness, and you've got a wonderful weapon uh, working for you. And that's mm. what Jesus did, and that's what we should do, and that's what the book tells you how to do. Wonderful. So we have more to talk about today with Ray Comfort regarding his book, So Many Lions, So Few Daniels, which is published by Baker Books. I'm just reminding you, you're listening to Author's Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. So, Ray, in your book on page 45, you say, whether we are fearful or faithful depends on if we are faithful when it comes to the promises of God. How does understanding the promises of God help us to overcome some of these lions? Well, when I go out, I go out each day on my bike, and I have a platform on my bike, and my dog sits on the bike. He's wearing sun, or she's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> I'm wearing sunglasses, and it's a sight to behold. I often go past women, and they really fail to call out something like, how cute, and I say, so is the dog as I go past. <laughs> but I go to a local college, and, uh, and I pray before I go. I just go riding in on my bike into the college, park the bike, a whole lot of students come up and say, I love your dog. I've got an instant rapport with them. Mm-hmm. But I pray. And when I don't feel like going, I don't go by my feelings. I just go. If I feel tired because I'm getting really old, I take no notice of that. And when I get up, go on the bike, suddenly the, the air's blowing on my face because it's an electric bike. I'm going 20 miles an hour. The sun's mm-hmm. shining. Southern California, I think. I'm so pleased. I got out of my lazy boy, and I'm going out to reach the lost. So be faithful. Well done, good and faithful servant, is what Jesus said he'll say to those who are faithful. And that doesn't mean you have to be successful. Sometimes they mm. get chewed out by someone. Someone might say, look, I don't like talking about this. It happens sometimes. Yesterday, a girl came up to me in April of this year. I shared the gospel with her. She came up yesterday and said, I want to thank you. She said, I went home and I thought about this. And two weeks ago, it's taken all that time. She said, I was laying in my bed and I started weeping over my sinfulness. And, mm. and she was soundly saved. We've got it on video. I, I interviewed her, and she was soundly saved and saying, "I just, I feel so fulfilled, so happy. Uh, I don't know, I don't know, I can't even contain it." And she just burst into tears, and she said, "I've come back to thank you." So that happens occasionally, but you've got to realize that they're very few and far between. We're sowing in tears. It's all done in faith. It's trusting God. It's like when you plant a tree. You don't plant a tree and go out next morning and you're picking fruit from it. You plant the tree and you've got to give it time to grow. And that's exactly what happens when it, when it comes to the irksome task, as Spurgeon called it, of evangelism. Mm. Well, you use the uh, book of Daniel and the story of Daniel in the lion's den uh, as part of your, your title. Tell us how the story of Daniel encourages Christians to share their faith. Well, if you think of the, the, the character of Daniel, you've got to think of boldness. He was as bold yes. as a lion. He looked right in the face of the lions and said, I'm not going to take any notice of what the king said. I know that he keeps his word. He'll toss me to lions, but I'm flinging open the windows mm-hmm. and I'm going to pray in public. I don't care if they're spying. I'm going to do it because I love God. And, and that's what we should be like. We've got yeah. a lot of things around us to make us fearful, but we don't look at them. We look to the Lord. And boldness is a key to boldness. Mm. Um, think of a, a waitress. She's standing in a, in a restaurant and then come three businessmen, three-piece suits, and they've got little cases. They're obviously wheeling and dealing millions of dollars as they sit at the table, they're chatting away. Does she walk up and stand there uh, politely and wait for a gap? No. She just walks up boldly and says, can I take your order? Mm-hmm. Why is she so bold? It's because she knows she has what they want, food. So that's why she's bold. And we have what this world wants. They think we're religious when we're not. I'd rather be called 
stumpy than religion. Mm. I don't wear a, a Nike and flick water on people. I share people with people how they can find everlasting life. They don't realize that. But if they knew what we had, as I said with John chapter 4, if they knew what we had, they'd plead with us, please tell me, how can I find everlasting life? Because they're fearful of death. Everybody is. The book of Hebrews tells us that. They're haunted or tormented by the fear of death all their lifetime. And when people suddenly realize what you're actually talking about, that Jesus suffered and died so we can open up the door of everlasting life to whosoever will may come, and that includes them, suddenly they're interested. So we've got to be bold, like a doctor who finds a cure to cancer. If everyone says, no, nah, there's no cure, I'm not even, don't even talk to us. He's going to be bold. He's going to burst open doors and run through them and just say, I've got a cure. Look at this. And that's how we should be. We, that's how we should be when it comes to the gospel. Mm. Ray, you have so many other books out there and this brand new one, So Many Lions, So Few Daniels. How can people find out more about what you're up to and um, maybe get a copy of this book? Yeah, um, if people are interested in seeing atheists backslide and people come to Christ because of God's kindness, they can watch our YouTube channel. It's got 258 million views, and it's just Ray Comfort YouTube. Uh, and they can get the book wherever good books are sold. We've got a, uh, a website, livingwaters.com, a lot of free stuff, and they can also get the book there. And tell us a little bit about your um, movies that you've been making and your um, film site. Yeah, we've got a, a, a website called fullyfreefilms.com, which has a lot of award-winning movies on it that people can watch free and they can share them with non-Christians. And it's a great thing to do to share Christian videos with non-Christians. But with this caveat, don't say to them, watch this. Say to them, I'd like to know what you think of this. Uh That's a completely different way of putting it, because you're appealing to their ego. I'd like to know what you think of this. Oh, okay, I'll watch it and give you my opinion. That's a real key to get people to watch Christian videos and movies. Great. So one more time, the book today is So Many Lions, So Few Daniels, and we've been talking with Ray Comfort, and we certainly thank Baker Books for giving us a copy to talk about. Ray, it's been a real pleasure and inspiration talking with you today. Thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you so much. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on The Author's Corner. And a reminder, if you missed any part of today's interview or would just like to go back and hear it again and be encouraged by these words from Ray Comfort, you can find it through wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to join us again next time on Author's Corner. If you live within the broadcast area of KNEO Radio, we have a podcast just for you. The KNEO Community Connection keeps your finger on the pulse of what's coming up in the four-state area, telling you about upcoming events you don't want to miss, organizations in our communities doing great work, and conversations with the dynamic citizens who are behind it all. There's a lot going on around you that you don't want to miss. This is Luke Taylor. Join me each week as we talk about what's happening with the people who are making it happen. Brought to you by KNEO Radio 91.7 FM and the Sky High Podcast Network. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.